Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome aboard the National Football Show. It's Big Sills. Time of the year. Here we are, guys. You ready? 120 minutes left of football in the NFL season. Regular season. You can't hide who you think you are or what you think you're going to be. You are who you are. What's that line Parcells used? You are what your record is. Nobody can hide. You got 60 minutes of football in front of you this weekend and next weekend. You got another 60. Divisional games around the NFL. I love how the NFL has changed the schedule like that. You got teams fighting for their lives. By the way, Eastside Monster, thank you. It is a big sales birthday weekend. It is. It is. And I'll tell you what, man. It's been great celebrating the growth of this show with you guys. Really has. I'm so jacked up, man. I had a fun time today on the middle with... <laughs> I had a fun time on the middle today with Barrett Brooks, man. We kicked it around. It was a lot of fun. I got to tell you this too, man. The folks at Jacob have been spectacular to Big Sills. You know, taking them out of the mud puddle, putting them back up. I had another offer today to do something nationally in the radio field. So, I mean, things are really looking around the corner here for us here as we move into 2022. And we appreciate it. And get this. If you know anything about Big Sills, and if you've been following me over these last 30 years, I'm very loyal to the people that support me. Tampa, San Diego, Southern California, state of Florida, and now here at Jacob. We are loyal to the soil, and we've had a lot of fun with you guys, and we're going to continue this thing as we move into the new calendar year. As I said, football this weekend, um, it's great. The college football world is embarrassing themselves where the NFL is Get this. So the NFL is lessening the protocols for quarantine and college football are canceling games. I'm not a fan of what's going on in the college ranks. Why are you even testing the kids? Anyway, that's for later on in the program. Guys, do me a favor. Please hit the like button. You have been awesome. For the last three months, as you have come aboard with us here, you've just been spectacular. Xander's like, hey, Sills, just keep mentioning like the show, and it's worked. Xander's been a major part of this thing growing, and Xander, you know what? I know you hate this, but well done, my brother. Well done. I want to thank you very much for making this thing look like it does, and we've got great things ahead in, in that direction in 2022. So, guys, buckle up. It's going to be a great ride, man. It really is. It's going to be a special ride, man. Okay? Xander's done remarkable things with our show. We changed the form. Hey, you're getting big guest sales, but let's let's go back and forth with everybody. And that's kind of what changed the whole landscape. All right, this is how we do it. Got a bunch of stuff here, as I always do, right? Always show you this. 
because I like to show you that I'm prepared for you guys. We don't mail anything in here on this program, okay? What we do here is we are prepared for you always, and we will always be prepared. But you guys add to the show, and that's what makes the show what it is. There's nothing like it on YouTube. Nothing like it. I tell everybody. There's nothing like this show. Okay? Nothing like it. Okay. We got two games left for the Eagles season. Washington and Dallas. Damn. That sounds like a fucking monster movie. The Eagles have Washington and Dallas in front of them to determine their season on whether or not it's going to be a success or not. Man, I, I tell you, I, I, I wish I had these two weeks. I get to play against my rivals, Dallas and Washington. <laughs> two games remaining, and it has been, would we not agree? Folks, you could probably help me out more on this. Has this been one of the most interesting years in recent memory for the Eagles on how we look at a team? Usually, we know this, right? Beginning of the year, you, you'll do this, right? This team sucks, man. It's going nowhere, and it stays on that path, and it doesn't deviate off that rail, right? How, 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 this thing's been like a roller coaster ride, right? Here and then up and then down and around the corner, loop the loop. We got everything going on here, right? Two games remaining, as I said. Who's the front runner for the MVP of the Eagles this year? I've got four candidates. Jason Kelsey. If that guy doesn't personify your city, if that guy doesn't personify hard work, lunch pail, blue collar, miner's hat, chisel, hammer, a utility belt around his waist. Let's go to work, guys. Let's build this thing. Foundation up. Does that guy not personify it? How about this one? Darius Slay. How about the impact plays that that guy has made over the last eight weeks? That guy's a pro bowler. Probably going to make the all-pro team. Or be in the first or second team for all pro. All pro are the elite of the elite. You got this guy from Detroit. Everyone's like, yeah, okay, kind of this year you're like big play slay. Wow. How about Lane Johnson? Three games, he had to step away from the team. But I'll tell you something. There's always a guy that... Nick Sirianni always points to and talks about. Isn't it Lane? It's Lane and Kelsey, isn't it? For some reason, Lane is one of those leaders in that locker room that everybody looks to, even with the issues he had this year. Sirianni talks about him all the time. And it's not coddling. It's admiration. Then it's Jalen Hurts. We questioned the second-round pick, did we not? I did. I don't mean to speak for you guys. 
But we all question that. Come on. They moved up to get to that kid. You're like, no freaking way. He's not a second-round quarterback. Now you're talking. That guy's built enough equity up where he's a Pro Bowl alternate, and he's probably, if you put him in the NFL draft, he'd probably be in the first round this year. His tenacity, his tough backbone, his ability to be coached are all really what you want in a quarterback and what you want on the face of a franchise. He's almost Dak 2.0. He's almost perfect. We, we, we love the journey. We love the journey, don't we? We just love his journey. Isn't that a Philadelphia journey? Hey, I may be down, but you ain't going to keep my ass down. It's almost like, how about if I said this to you? Jalen Hurts is like Rocky. This guy's Rocky. This, Jalen Hurts is Rocky Balboa. Gets knocked down. Gets back up again. Gets knocked down again. Gets back up again. Can't keep this guy down, man. And what happens in the end? He wins. That's perseverance. That's believing in who you are. All four of these guys. Jason Kelsey, Darius Slay, Lane Johnson, and Jalen Hurts. These are my four candidates for the Most Valuable Player Award for the Philadelphia Eagles. And by the way, my award's not about stats. You know what it is? It's the most valuable person to your unit. All the rest of these stiffs can put numbers together. Guys with pens and pads. Those guys are witnesses. I played the game. You're a fanatical fan. You're somebody that lives and dies with this team. You know, we talked earlier, Barrett Brooks and I asked him one of the toughest questions that I could ever ask him. Who's got the toughest fan base? Who's got the best fan base, the Steelers or the Eagles? Isn't it funny? They're both in PA. And you know what he said? He goes like this to me. He said, man, Steelers are going to love you no matter what. You know what the Eagle fans are going to do? They're going to bust your and snap your beans if you ain't playing hard. Isn't it funny, you guys, on the day that John Madden is being revered by the rest of the league, isn't it funny that two people that have died in the last year personify Mamba mentality, Kobe Bryant and John Madden? And you know what? They started their careers here in Philadelphia. You think Mamba mentality was started in Los Angeles in that snowflake state? John Madden was drafted by the Eagles. He was drafted by the Eagles, and he started his NFL life in Philly. Last two years, we lose Kobe and we lose Coach Madden. All started here. The folks in Philadelphia, you guys are the best fan base in the country. There's no question about it. Just play hard, man. Put your backbone into something. Put your love into it. I admire you guys. I admire you guys. Scraping ice off your windshields, digging out, going to work, loving your team, loyal to the soil.
That's why I picked these four guys. I picked these four guys because I think they represent you. See, I just don't throw shit against the wall here and hope it sticks and let's have fun. Some things I do. But something like this, to represent your city for the year? No way. No way. Now, if you guys have posted something, please repost it. This is how we do it. I mentioned it a couple minutes ago. We go back and forth, and I read everything. By the way, hour number two, Phil Sims will join us. And we'll get Phil's thoughts. And I'm not sure if Phil's in a good place right now because of the passing of Coach Madden. I know they worked together at CBS when Phil got done playing in his playing days. And I know they have a relationship with their days at CBS. And he's only going to be audio, but that'll be our number two. And what we're going to do is I'll ask his thoughts about Jalen Hurts. If he sold, you know, his kid's starting to come around a little bit. So before I get to you guys, I'm going to pick my most valuable person. I think it's Jason Kelsey. You know, when you're a football player and you look in the locker room, there's always going to be somebody you gravitate to. How to be a pro. How to act like a pro. How, 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 to, how to get into a routine like a pro. How to make sure that you're doing everything professionally. How you're always giving max effort. You know, when you watch Jason Kelsey on a game film or you're watching Baldy break it down, you know what I see? I see a guy in his 11th year getting out in the perimeter and still doing it. Do you know how inspiring that is when you watch a team film and you see so, and you see something like that and you see a guy out there breaking his balls to get out there and get that extra yard? That's inspiring. You see how an NFL team works is you watch the game, okay, on a Monday as a unit. Then you go to individual groups and then you watch your particular group Wide receivers, defensive line, offensive line, running backs, quarterbacks, you all go to your respected lockers and you all sit there and watch your own personal films. But you watch the game as a unit. And when you see dudes getting out in the perimeter like that, that to me is inspiring when you're seeing shit like that. Paul says, Sims kid trashed us. Well, that was at the beginning. I don't know if... They're doing that right now, okay? Not when you're making a run where you're winning six of eight. All right, like I said, we're going to start getting back and forth here. Bring it. Kelsey, without a doubt, Sills. No question about it. Couldn't even find Kelsey jerseys the last two weeks. Look at how you guys have embraced that guy. Paul says... Sims listed Hurts 44-30-something quarterbacks. He did, but he's come around. Chris has come around. Eastside Monster, we know yours, Big Sills. Howie, Howie, how, right, right, right. Rasul Robinson, I finally got it right today, didn't I, when I was talking to Barrett? Oh, hey, hey, I'll tell you something. You guys aren't like elephants, man. You guys don't forget shit, do you? <laughs> I actually like that. You know what it's called? It's called accountability. And by the way, don't think it doesn't kill me. Big Z goes like this. Man, you screwed up two names, man. You never screw names up. 
I know. I like. I don't know what the hell, man. What's up with that, man? Maybe it's the new year. I have no, uh, no idea. Andrew Kelsey, no doubt. No doubt about it. Big Chris says that's why I'm disappointed with Brooks. O line should be even better. Charles says this. If I ever have a son, I'm naming him after Jason Kelsey. Hey, I would not. I'm sure there's a lot of kids in Philadelphia named Nick. Okay? Okay? I'm sure there's a lot of kids named Nick after that Super Bowl in 17. I'm going to name the kid Nick. Why? Well, what do you think? Why, honey? And you know what the wife is probably doing? Yeah, I like that, Nick. <laughs> Stu says, we we still love you, Big Sills. Thank you, man. Hey. Oh, wait a minute. I fuck up twice? Hey. <laughs> That's right, man. Accountability, right, man? Eastside Monster said, split between Hertz, Kelsey, Malata? I don't know, man. I, I, there's no, and by the way, if I don't name you, that doesn't mean I have a rip on Jordan Malata or any of those guys. It, it, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean that. These are just guys that I see that have a connection with everybody in the locker room. Kelsey, Slay, Lane Johnson, Jalen Hurts. These are the four guys to me that have stuck out as leaders this year. You know, I, and, and, and I, I won't lie to you. I, there was a part of me that was going to put Fletcher Cox because Fletcher Cox did do something also this year. Maybe, maybe more so than Lane. Maybe, you know, because of the three games missed, I'm not holding that against him here. I'm just saying – there was a significant moment this year when Fletcher goes like this, and he was the only guy with backbone that went, I'm not seeing it. We got to get on the same page. He's got to get credit for that. Right? Eddie says, hurts to go through everything he's been through. I'll tell you something too, Eddie. How about this? How would you like to walk into Lincoln Financial and half the stadium is not sure who you are or if you're the guy? And the other half is like pulling for you, but still in the back of their minds, they're also not sure. But you're going to back the kid because he's wearing the green and white. You see, it starts there with certain fans, with the Eagles. Dude, anybody who wears the green and white, you're going to support that fucker, man, no matter what. But still in the back of your mind, you're not going to throw it out there that you're going to shit on the kid. And there's a part of the fan base that goes, I don't care what your name is on the back of the jersey. This is all about the logo on the hat. I care what your name is. That's kind of more my philosophy. I don't care what your name is on the back of the jersey. It's all about the front of the jersey, man. All about the logo. All about getting better. All about winning. Okay? That, to me, is what it's about. Big Chris says, I see Howie trading Cox to free up some cap space. Chris, you know what? I don't see it that way. I think what they're going to do is trade for a pick. And I think they're going to eat some of that salary because teams are not going to take the trade for Fletcher Cox and the money that he's making. The Eagles are going to have to eat it, and they'll be okay with that because you know why? Next year, the escalator kicks in with the new collective bargaining agreement where you could defer money out and the Wentz money's off the books. So they're going to be able to absorb that plus their $50 million under the salary cap. OG Philly guy, Big Dan. 
good one. I think with Jason Kelsey, I also think about Jeff Southland, the offensive line coach. I don't believe the O-line would be where it is if it wasn't for him. OG, you're right. You're dead right, man. He has been the O-line coach of the year. You know, he reminds me of Hudson Houck, and he reminds me of Alex Gibb. You know, he reminds me of Joe Bugle. He reminds me of all those great offensive line coaches that have been in the National Football League who have had an opportunity to just build a great resume. Wherever they go, they build those dominant offensive lines. I think Mike Munchak, too, by the way, is another one of those offensive line coaches that knows what he's doing. This is one of the reasons, get off topic a little bit, why I think Mario Cristobal is going to kick some ass down at the University of Miami. Because what is Mario? Mario recruits O-linemen. The reason why Oregon's the best program in the country, or excuse me, in the Pac-12 right now, is because he goes at the point of attack. Everyone knows this. You win games at the point of attack, not at the perimeter. If you, if you get lucky and you get a Patrick Mahomes or you get a Tom Brady or you get one of those guys, okay, you're lucky when you get a signal caller like that. Okay? Oh, absolutely, man. Logan, someone's going to give Coach Stoutland a bag of money to try to pry him away. If I'm the Eagles, I do not let that guy out of the building. Okay? I do not let that guy out of the building. Big Chris. Big Mike, no scrolling. (laughs) Hey, it's all good, man. All I tell you is this. Right now, you got four guys here that are going to be thought of as massive leaders this year for this 20. And there's two games left. I know this. Okay. Jason Kelsey, Darius Slay, Lane Johnson, Jalen Hurts, all phenomenal candidates. All phenomenal candidates here, man. Ernest says, I really don't like Mahomes' name being mentioned with Brady. Why? He's been to three straight AFC championship games. He's won two of them. He's got a Super Bowl, and he's got a Super Bowl MVP. Then again, to your your point, Ernest, how about this, Ernest? Can anybody be in Brady's conversation outside of Montana, maybe? Right? Flash says, I hope Hurts plays and wins a playoff game. Holy cow, that would be just be so awesome for him. If Hurts fails to take the Eagles to the playoffs, do the Eagles actually make a trade or a draft pick for a quarterback? I think you give him another year. I think he's past the audition. Come on, man. Let's put that to rest. I'm not going to make that topic up again. Just It doesn't make sense. Get this, guys. May, may, may I make one of the most important points to you? You've doubled your win total with him. How many teams have doubled their win total? The Eagles were 4-11-1 last year. One of the absolute worst records in the league. 4-11-1. That's insane to think that you've doubled your win total with a rookie coach, really a rookie quarterback, a rookie play caller, a rookie DC. You've doubled your wins. Chiefs are the number one seed as of right now. You watch, folks. I think Dallas drops a game. 
You watch. Dallas will drop a game. And boy, I'll tell you what, if I'm the Eagles, man, I would love to have those guys back-to-back weeks. Holy cow, because I don't think they can handle your pressure. You're a different ball team. Okay? You're a different ball team than that team that got killed on Monday night. There was no experience on that. How about this? There was no experience with that coaching staff. Is Follow me, guys. I, I mentioned this yesterday to you guys. You know, I, when, when you make a transition from one job to another, you know it's never seamless. There's always speed bumps. Hell, the coffee pot's in a different place. Your desk is in a different place. You've got different codes to get onto your login for your computer to get to your information. Just that in itself is different. Never, nothing's tra- nothing is in the transition smooth. That's what the first eight weeks were for the Eagles. They gathered themselves. They believed in themselves. They believed in the coach. They believed in the process. They had blind faith. They had blind faith. They bought in. You think the Eagles are the same team that played that Cowboys team on Monday night? Absolutely not. There is no way that's the same team. That's right. Chalk it up, Sports Philly. Thank you, man. Just reminds me all the time to hit that like button. Thank you, Ernest. Imagine a starting four with Brandon Graham being that Chris Long piece that we so need. Man, I'd like to have Chris Long, man. Chris Long was a damn good pass rusher. You know what? Butch Davis told me when he was at Virginia, you watch, his kid's going to be a good ball player, and he turned out to be a great ball player. Logan says, if you could get every Eagle fan's expectations of Hurts down on paper before the season started, he would have exceeded everyone's expectations. Well, I think he has. He's a Pro Bowl alternate. You can't get away with that. Paul says, Big Dan, why I like your show is because you talk like John Madden. That's one of the greatest compliments I've ever had. Okay? Can I, can, hey, Paul, can I tell you why I talk the way I do to all people who want to listen and take time out of their valuable day? Can I tell you why? I was told this by John Madden years ago. And I was talking to Barrett Brooks about this earlier today. You know, my wife's a coach and she coaches rugby. And she was telling me that, you know, I can't get these kids uh, to line up in a position when I'm telling them that they have to go out and flank and they have to be in line and they have to be near the perimeter here. And I go like this, do they even know what the perimeter means? Do they even know what flank means? She looked at me and she says, I never even thought about that. Right. You've got to talk to people like they don't know what you're talking about. That's... You, you can't just go like this. Well, the guy's trying to slip and scoop up on the linebacker so that they can get onto the perimeter, and they're going to run a middle screen here. And you're hoping that your wide receiver on the perimeter here is taking care of the Y and Z, and he's not man-pressing you. Dude, that's like talking about putting a, a plane in orbit and talking about space. It, it, you have to be so experienced to listen and watch the game the way some of these people do. 
And I've been fortunate where I've been in rooms with some of the best coaches like Bill Walsh and John Madden and Jimmy Johnson and all these other guys, Tom Landry. My coaches, my coaches were Tom Landry and Jimmy Johnson. NC Philly, morning, Dan. Are we selling ourselves a little short here? Jimmy G is injured, and we got a shot at the sixth seed. I don't Take care of 60 minutes this weekend against Washington, my friend. And thank you very much, by the way. That's awesome. You NZ Philly fan, you're awesome, man. Okay, thank you. Take care of 60 minutes. Take care of what you have in front of you. This Washington team is going to be maybe the toughest game of the year. You know why? Your sphincter muscle is going to get a little tight if you get down again. But you've been primed for this moment. All the things that you have learned this year are coming down to this 60 minutes of football. These next 220 minutes of football are going to determine the success of the season. When you get into the postseason, let's worry about that then. Okay? Let's worry about that then. Well, when we get there, let's get there. And then we'll reevaluate. You know, you know what? And I'll tell you something, too. That's a, it's a great place to be. But can I give you guys a – hey, I'm going to show you how this thing ends up being, how quick it can turn on you. I'll tell you a personal story. Yeah, I think I could tell you the personal story. Guys, I, I, I worked my entire ass to get to the NFL. I worked my ass off to get to the NFL. I'll never forget this, guys. They gave me my Buccaneer helmet. I had my helmet in my hand. You want to know what I said? Here's the exact words. What the fuck do I do next? I wasn't prepared for that next step on what I had to do to stay. I failed because I wasn't mentally ready for the next step. Had nothing to do with ability. Nobody could outrun me. Nobody could outlift me. I was quicker than everybody. How did I fail? Preparation, my friends. Wasn't anything. I worked my ass off to be the 56 player taken. I was a junior. Wasn't ready. And I look in the mirror every day and I want to kill myself sometimes for that. Not literally. Don't, don't go there. Okay. Jeremiah says, we're not that team. You're not that team yet where you could throw your helmet on the field. Then again, I don't think there's anybody, Jeremiah. Okay. I don't think there's anybody in the league this year that could just throw their helmet on the field. Did we not see Green Bay get their faces kicked in at the beginning of the year against the Saints? Saints just got killed by the Dolphins. Chalk it up, Sports Philly. Dan, your vulnerability is admirable and inspiring. Chalk it up, Sports Philly. You know, I never looked at it that way. I thought it was just being honest. Okay, I just thought it was being honest. It's all I can be because I'm not a very good liar. <laughs> Logan says we ruined their season. They got embarrassed on Saturday night. 
No doubt. Bucks got shut out by that Saints team too, right? Yeah. Guys, we're having a fun time here. I'm sorry, man. I got to. Xander had to remind me today because I was having such a good time with Barrett Brooks here. All right, listen. This is really going to be, I want to hit a little bit on John Madden. We didn't get a chance to talk a little bit about John. I also want to talk about this. Howie or Sirianni, most important person this year for the Eagles that's not a player. Who would you pick? We'll hit on that next. Please hit the like button. You keep it here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back, National Football Show. 
we get into the other topic here about Howie or Sirianni this year, and by the way, I think both of them have been absolutely sensational for the entire year. Bumps and bruises going along the way. Please hit the like button too, guys. Awesome. Um, little bit on John Madden before. And again, uh, what everybody has said about him is pretty much right to the point. I told you the story yesterday. You know what's funny? You know, I, I was telling you the story a couple days ago, and isn't it great that it was almost like a living eulogy? That all Madden show that was put on by Fox on Saturday. He got a chance before he died to hear all the thoughts that people had about him. And then maybe he didn't really know because he never really just looked at people like that. He looked at people like you and me. He never thought he was better than anybody else. I know Coach Madden. He never thought he was better than anybody else. And if you ever were around him, he would talk to the elevator operator at the Coliseum. He, he would talk to people that were vendors. He would talk to people that were in the production the same way and never was really an asshole to anybody. Have you ever heard anybody say anything negative about John Madden? That's a testament to people. Um, do you have anything to say negative about Tom Brady? You ever hear teammates or coaches say anything negative about Brady? Look, I know people say all kinds of crazy things about me, but you know what's funny with that? Those are all people that don't know me. Do you know the people that I'm talking to right here? You guys know me more than 90% of the people that I come in contact with sometimes on a daily basis. I have talked more with you guys. By the way, in the last, let's see, you know, I stopped taking phone calls. When I was doing national radio and I was doing local radio, I stopped taking phone calls. You know why? I just thought everybody were dicks. Not listening to it. People are stupid. And well, Maybe it was part of the area I was in and I just got tired of being in Snowflake, California. I know I still live here, but I don't have to talk to them. And the ones that do live out here that understand my show are usually from back east. Okay. And that's to me, I will always treat people how people treat me. And I've learned a lesson in this last two years of some of the little heartache that I've gone through when it comes to my career. You know what that is? If you don't like me, I'm not going to talk shit on you. I'm just going to kick you like a box of rocks. Don't care. Just move on. Just a box of rocks to me then. But you know what? I will give you a God bless. I wish no harm on you. And all the success on the planet. I don't root for people's demise. I never have. I want everybody to have great success in life. I want everybody to be a great. My testament's not going to be this show, guys. My testament is going to be the father that I am to my daughter. So that's why being judged on one of these shows or a radio show, it's important to me because it's what I do. And it's what I love to do. But truly, I'm going to be gauged on what kind of father I am. When I die, I want my daughter to go. My dad was awesome. Everything else is filler. It's frosting on the cake. You know, whether you're a good GM or you're a good broadcaster or you're this, you're John Madden was a great dad and a great husband to his wife, Virginia. That's what made John Madden who John Madden was. He knew who he was. 
instead of being a bullshit artist. And that kind of represents Philly. That's why you guys hated Fredo Wentz. You hated Fredo Wentz because he wasn't that guy. You look at Jalen Hurts and you see that guy, don't you? Trials and tribulations. People talking shit on him, kicking him, trying to replace him. How many people out there listening right now and watching us are constantly trying to be replaced by their shithead boss every day, bringing a new dude in, trying to replace you? Jalen Hurts is that guy, too. Hey, do you think we should get I, – I was guilty of it. Should we get Deshaun Watson? Should we do this? Should we get this guy's actual – and there he is. Just, look at Tua Tagovailoa, what he went through this year. Oh, hey, Chris, great coach, too. People forget he's 759 win percentage is the greatest in NFL history. I think the top three guys, I think it's John Madden. I think it's Vince Lombardi. And I think it's George Allen. I think those are the three winningest coaches in NFL history percentage-wise. Corey says, I fucking love Jalen Hurts. It's because of all the things that I just said. NFC East B says, early happy birthday, Big Seals. Happy New Year. Thank you. You broke my heart. Oh, no. I, I, told, hey, I told that to Barrett today, man. If I'm going to bring up and, – and, and by the way, every time I – hey, guys, so you know, Big Z does this to me when I bring up Wentz. Why do you – at the end of every show, not, 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 not good, why do you bring that fucker up, man? Do you understand what you're doing? You, I, what are you doing? So now I have to say Fredo. <laughs> I have to use Fredo. You're nothing to me. Let me know when you're here. Our mother's not here, so I don't have to see your shit. Yeah. All right. Let's move on here. Who had a better year this year, Suriani or Howie? Who had a better year? If you had to pick one, who had the better year, Suriani? Two to the left. Two left, fair. Where we are right now today, on December 29th, Sirianni, Logan Jones says. He's canon for life, says Sirianni. Sirianni, given what he's had to work with. Hey, by the way, John Madden having to work with Al Davis. Jimmy Johnson having to work with Jerry Jones. Sirianni having to... Guys, do... I don't know if you heard this morning what I said. You know why I think Sirianni's been a success? It, okay? You know why I think Sirianni had success? And you want to know why I think Sirianni? Scott says Sirianni Coach of the Year. I'm going to get to that. We, we, got, we got a topic on that, Chris. Or excuse me, Scott. We got a topic on that. Smile says how he likes to micromanage everything. Can I tell you why I think, and I, I'm in agreement with you, I think Sirianni had the better year than what Howie did. I don't think Howie, Howie had a bad year. I think he had a great year. Um, but here's why I think Sirianni worked. How would you like to have this? And I think Frank Reich, I think he prepped him for this. OG Philly guy says Sirianni. Sirianni coach of the year. You're damn right. Now, Dante says how he assembled the whole thing. That's so true. That's so true. But watch this. Guys, tell me if you subscribe to this and why it's working. More so than it did with Doug. By the way, 
We'll talk about Doug also uh, interviewing for the Jags job. Nick, here's your uh, Thursday playlist. Almost like it's a radio station. He looks at the 47, 43 guys. Thank you, Howie. Appreciate this very much. Thank you. He appeased them. Doug wouldn't do it. What he did was he let those two in the front office play with the toy a little bit and make them feel like they're part of the process. Do you know how many coaches would push back? I'll give you a little hint here. How about when Xander's trying to put on somebody? By the way, he was dead on. He goes, you got to get McMullen at the top. You got to get McMullen. John crushed it. What'd I tell you? What'd I tell you? You know how many hosts don't do this? Don't tell me how to run the goddamn show. I don't know how to eat out of my hand. Don't tell me. Hey, coaches are the same way. Coaches are the same way. They don't want someone pissing in their pond. And I want someone coming in there and stirring it up and letting people see that maybe you have some autonomy in the room. But there's a strength in that. It's not a weakness. Don't take empathy as a weakness. Take it as a strength. That coach was more empathetic to the owner and the GM, even though they had to kiss his ass. But at the end of the day, when those coaches get in the room, it's about the dudes in the locker room and the coaches on the sidelines. Nobody goes out there from the front office and goes out there and bleeds for teams. It's about the players and coaches going out there breaking their balls. But he played the game. I'm telling you, Frank set him up for that. You agree? See, that's how I see how this thing's working. Yeah, okay, yeah, no problem. That's why you see that stupid play calling sometimes in games. I think it's to appease the front office because you know what you guys have completely led me to believe? Paul, you know what you, know what you guys have led me to believe? The front office hates the identity of this team. Barrett thinks too. That they hate that this team wins the way it does. I'm like this. Who freaking cares? My God almighty. If you told me I had to use a shovel to dig for a million dollars in gold. And you didn't like it. I would do it with a spit to dig for that gold. I wouldn't care what instrument you gave me. If I knew there was gold down there, well, I want to bulldoze. We can't have one. Well, shit, I don't want it then. That's what it's like. Oh, I'm not going to dig for the gold because I don't have a bulldozer. I want a bulldozer to get to it. Hey, some shit ain't easy, man. Being a champion ain't easy because if it was, everybody would be a champion. And by the way, I always tell you guys this. There's a reason there's 70,000 people in the stands and there's 22 guys on a football field. Think of that for a minute. If it was that easy, everybody would be doing it. Kevin says, is this live? Big Sills doesn't do tape. <laughs> Owns an NFL team with a WWE mentality. Correct. Well, Vince McMahon has to play with his toy, doesn't he? Right? McMahon became a villain. He became a villain. All right. I, hey, 
Listen, I want I want to hit on this one too here, man, because I want to throw this at you here. Coach of the Year award. I think it's down to three guys. Okay? Please hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Hey, guys, please hit that like button. I don't think I said it enough. You guys destroyed it yesterday. Hour two. Phil Sims will join us from CBS Sports. We'll get his thoughts on Coach Madden, Jalen Hurts, the Eagles, um, the NFL playoff race. I love talking to our friends, so we're going to talk to our friend Phil Sims. That'll be in hour number two. So NFL Coach of the Year. I got, I got three guys. 
unspoken words, thank you so much. We we're always prepared. Okay, we don't we don't wing anything. I've never fucking winged anything. I'm not that smart <laughs> to just wing it. People like Tony Bruno could probably walk, and not that Tony does. I'm not ever suggesting that at all. Tony is one of my favorite broadcasters of all time, and it's an outrage to think that he would wing it. And I'm not saying that, okay? I'm just saying Tony's probably one of the few guys that could do that. But me, I can't. I'm not that good. I'm not that smart. You know what I'm saying? I take Hostetler. All right, Big Chris. Big Chris goes, Sills, you lost me on Rasul Robinson. <laughs> oh, no, no. Or maybe it was Merrill Lynch yesterday. Oh, you know, by the way, too, just so you know, Big Z doesn't let he, he doesn't let that go either. Did you call the voice of the Eagles Merrill Lynch yesterday? I didn't say it to his face, thank God. Oy. <laughs> and I freaking did it in the open. Oh, yeah. Well, I went to bed last night. So you know that kind of crap bugs me. I went to bed last night going, I never fucking name up like that. I have a rule. If you can't say it, don't. Simple. I had a guy on one of my radio shows one time. He couldn't get, so he came on the air one time and he goes, yes, and it was a really good goal by Essen Tadikatatan. And I looked over at the kid and I go, are you trying to say Essen and he's like, no, it's Essen Tatikadin. I said, the dude from Edmonton? He goes, yeah, he plays with the Oilers. I says, it's Essen Tatikadin, dickhead. And he goes like this, no, it's not. It's Essen Tatikadin. And, and then, then here's the ultimate, just so you know, Philly guy. So he goes like this. He goes, yes, and they just uh, signed a new contract extension with Tra Thomas. And I know Trey. He follows me on Twitter. And I, and I go... Are, are you saying trade Thomas with the Eagles? And the dude goes like this. No, it's Tra. I go, okay, let's put that in perspective. This guy was a dummy. And he was an update guy. And he was working for me nationally on Fox Sports Radio back in the day. I was the very first hire on Fox Sports Radio. Me and Tony Bruno were. And so this dude goes, I go, let's just put that in perspective. How many freaking Tra's do you know in the world? Can you name me one Traw? Yeah, the guy in Philly. No. <laughs> the guy in Philly's Trey Thomas. I know him. I played again. I know him. <laughs> no, it's Traw. I go. <laughs> You're like talking to a Democrat. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Holy cow. <laughs> Hey, Spanish Phil, I'm sorry, man. I lose myself sometimes, you know? <laughs> hey, Andrew, thank you. No, no, no. If I was to pull a Biden, I'd be like this. Cornbread. Or what was that guy's name? Cornpuff. Hey, you should have seen me kick Cornpuff's ass. I did it in South Philly. He thought he was going to talk shit to me. But I beat Cornpuff's head in. I took an Allen wrench and fucked that guy up. Corn puff. President Biden, we have not been able to identify or find corn puff anywhere. Well, he was on the march with Nelson Mandela and me. What, sir, that was proven you weren't in that. 
sir, excuse me. Is this something you made up? I don't know. That's Jensaki. <laughs> Typical white guy mistake. All right, let's reel this in here. <laughs> Three coaching candidates. I love Trey too, dude. Trey's a great player, man. Hey, is is he is does um is he now officially in the uh, Eagles Ring of Honor? Is Trey Thomas in the Ring of Honor? Man, he was a great football player. Man, I love him. Corn Pop was a bad dude, man. Shit, man. Running the streets of Delaware. He was a badass in Dover. I heard he was like Dynamite Dover. Oh, talking of Sports Philly, he is. That's great to hear, man. He was a great football player. Omar, thank you. He's a great football player. Corn Puff. Not, no, not Corn Puff. Not Corn Puff. Corn puff. That's something Cilio would say. I kicked this guy's ass in the Michigan game. And his name was June. No, no. I beat this guy's ass because I used to say this because this guy was a real dude, played at Boston College. I beat this guy Junior Poles' ass. Junior Poles. Hey, Junior. Big Sill's going to take you out. Okay. I'm going to take you out. Grab the cannolis. Leave the gun. <laughs> eh. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, Chris. This dude called him Tra. Tra Thomas. Oh, my God almighty, man. Anyway, three candidates. Um, I think Mike Vrabel. Nick Sirianni and Brian Flores of the Dolphins. Vrabel of the Titans, Sirianni Eagles, Flores of the Dolphins. Who do you think has done the better job? I asked Barrett this today. Okay? I asked Barrett. Brian Flores is the only coach in NFL history to have a seven-game losing streak and then to turn around and have a seven-game winning streak in the same season. It's never happened in NFL history. And now you're looking at Tug of Iola going, is this guy the guy? He looks like he's the guy. And he, I'll tell you, I like Brian Flores. I like Chris Greer, their GM. I love what they're doing. Man, Brian Flores... And guys, think about this for a second, too, okay? Okay? Were you at the Capitol riots with the other animals? I'm not sure what you're talking about, my friend. What riot? Anyway, um, I don't, I don't go to riots. I think you're all fucked up. And anybody who cares what I do politically, it's not your business. Anybody cares what I do with my vaccination, not your business. Go worry about somebody else's life. Don't tell me how to live mine. Another guy that likes to tell you how to live, what to do, how to breathe, whatever guy. I love them dudes. Those are the guys that get pissed off over spilt milk. 
You're living that way? Dude, who cares how I live? <laughs> who cares? What's that to you? We're talking sports here. You're trying to create some bullshit. Don't tell me how to live my life. We talk sports here. And you know the greatest thing, too, about sports? You know what it is? It's the only place in America where you can get 75,000 Eagle fans or Philadelphia fans, put them in a building, and we're all talking about one thing. Not a political candidate. Not a religious figure. Nobody. You know what we see? You know what we see? We see Eagle football. We see Eagle football. We all root for it. I would say this to that, to that guy. I hope you have a great new year. I do. I pray for you, man. You'll need it. You'll need it. Let's take a time out. I got Phil Sims coming up in hour number two. I want to expand a little more on the coach of the year candidate. I do think Sirianni is a massive candidate for this. Hit the like button. And we'll catch you on the flip side here in hour number two. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. 
badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. I guess I am one of you now. Hour number two, National Football Show, Big Sills here. Phil Sims, bottom of the hour. Oh, by the way, guys, I love how you're defending me. But know this, Big Sills ain't Carson Wentz. <laughs> I'm not Fredo Wentz. It's box of rocks to me sometimes. It's all good. This guy wants to talk politics with me. I, you know what? I got out of the politics talk. You know what? A family member and I used to argue all the time about politics when Trump was in the White House. I just stopped because you know why? It ain't that important to me to get into an argument with somebody I love. It just wasn't. So I just said, I'm not, I'm not interested. My life's been better for it. I don't get in arguments with people over politics because it's none of their fucking business what I do with shots or not shots or masks or this and that. And by the way, to each his own, I don't tell you how to live your life. It's not what I do here. My platform will never be given to that. You guys come here to be entertained and come here to talk sports with me. If you want to talk about some bullshit, Hannity's out there and all them other guys are out there. It's not what we do. It's not what I want to do. I don't like telling people how to live their life. You know what I'm saying? It just makes no sense to me. Oh, hey, Paul, trolls, you want to know trolls? Go over to my Twitter page. Dude, you guys are part of my day that I look forward to. You want to know trolls? Ask Big Z. Go over to my Twitter page. Holy shit. It's everyday trolls. And mostly it's people in the media business that do it, though. If you look at it, it's Podcaster King or it's Follower with an egg and three followers. You suck, silly. And I'm like, yeah, I know, man. I don't know. I've sucked for 30 years. That's why you keep coming to my Twitter page and why you follow me. Elmar, really, it's like, then why are you following me? <laughs> I, I I don't get that guy. Seriously, the only thing on my Twitter page, at Dan Cilio Show, that I don't get is that if you hate me so bad, why do you follow me? Cilio's never right about anything. Okay, it's probably true. Okay, but why do you follow me then? Isn't it crazy? Hey, Samir, thank you, man. I, well, dude, I love everybody. That's it. Hey, just Mike, I love, I, I, I love like having a fun time with everybody, man. Football is life. It is, isn't it? Okay. Hey, if, hey, you know, you know how you guys will stop. You know how I know when everybody leaves the room because Xander will tell me, "Get off COVID, bro." Stop doing it. Just please stop. Don't talk Trump. Don't talk Biden. Uh, please. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. I get it. Jesse Ventura says, backstage politicians are friends in front of cameras. They pretend to be opponents. Oh, absolutely. 
Oh, I could tell you some crazy things about Jesse the body. I told Jesse the body, I go, hey, Jesse, you know what Democrats are sometimes, bro? They're the people that lie to you all the time. And he goes like this. Yeah, well, Republicans. And I go, no, Republicans won't lie to you. <laughs> all right, let me get back onto this thing here. Like I said, Phil Sims, bottom of the hour. Um, We were talking about coach of the year. And I threw out Flores. We love you, Uncle Dan. Mike, holy shit. <laughs> oh, wait. Is that because of my birthday this week? Huh? Paul says, Cilio, you need to do a tailgate show from Lincoln Financial. That'd be a dope thing. Can you imagine us sitting there? Oh, it would have to be raining, too. It'd have to be raining cold. Not raining. Snow. Some snow raining cowboys <sighs> i'd have to break out the jb uniform i would have to break out the jerome brown uni okay i hey <laughs> hey east side monster you know what my vaccination is never leaving the dan cave <laughs> rashad says silio you don't look a day over 25 oh. Wait a minute. Okay, now we're starting to get creepy again. Rashad, remember I told you yesterday, don't ever tell a man how he, how he looks, you know? Oh, man. Hey. Hey, Beat, you know what people in Philly are? Lions. You know what snowflakes are? Sheep. Otters. Sea lions eat otters. <laughs> And when someone goes, yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a lion. I'm like, you're not a lion. You're an otter. <laughs> hey, Chalking Up Sports Philly. Silly will tell me you're coming to Philly for the Cowboy Week. Hey, dude, I'd have to do a John Madden. I'd have to get on a train. Okay? You think I'm going to go through that bullshit at an airport? Rashad says, guy, you sills. Thank you, man. <laughs> Ken, right? All right. Let me let me come. Let me get back on this here, man. Then again, you know what? That's the best form of communication, man. Save the otters. <laughs> That's what they got in California. Got a whole state of otters. No lions, including the governor. You see what they did to the holiday bowl? I bet you leave the cave when the wife puts that rack of ribs on the table. Hey, Renovant, Carl. Okay. <laughs> hey, man, can you see a rack of ribs there tailgating? Fuck, man. I tailgated. Get this. I was in Philly, but I didn't have a following, or we didn't. The show, I should say that. I'll retake that back. Sounds conceited. The show didn't have a following in Philly. And when I showed up to Philly, I went, I've been to Link three times for the Army-Navy game. And, man, we drove by, and it was all like Army-Navy people, man. You know Army-Navy people got money, right? I'm just a blue-collar dude like you guys. And it was fun tailgating, though. That whole parking lot was jammed. I love that stadium, too, man. Ah, holy shit. Okay, hang on here. Gabagool. Oh, you know what Gabagool is? Spanish Phil? Gabagool. 
Oh, who's bringing the gabagool? Who's bringing the scoongeal? Who's bringing the pasta fazool? Tony Bruno. Oh, my God. We'd get Bruno, too, wouldn't we? Philly cheesesteak? Shit, man. That's good stuff. Dude, there's a place in Philly that I go and eat every time I'm there. It's called Texas Day. It, they bring food around on a skewer. And they bring, like, they have, like, lamb and Texas Day. What is that thing called, man? I go there every time I'm in Philly, I go there. It's really a great place. Drinks are awesome too, man. Oh, man, what's the name of the? Not the Texas Roadhouse. What you get is they come by and they give you like a rack of, rack of lamb. Um, they give you like, um, like ribs and they'll give you steak. They'll give you like, that's just te Texas Day Brazil. That's it. That's the place. Spanish Phil, I go there every time I'm in Philly. That's it, Charles. That's my place. Every time I roll into that place, man, Matthew, that's it. Hey, every that's it, Jacob. Every time I roll into that place, man, dude, man, they got it. They got because I like lamb chops. They bring all that shit and they bring. Oh, by the way, I do drink a girly drink. Okay, just so you know, vodka cranberry. Don't get on my shit for it. Okay? What up, Shane? Thanks for stepping in. Don't get on my shit about... Yes. Yes. Yes, you. Okay, no vegetarians there, man. They come by with that meat on that skewer, man. That's my favorite joint, dog. I'll eat gyros, man. I'll eat gyros. Yeah, man. They're good shit, man. God, I love that place, man. Stateside. Stateside. Yes. Cause I stay at the I, I I usually stay at that Marriott down there. You know when Army Navy put uh, brings me in and USA brings me in, I stay at that Marriott where I think Navy and Army stay. And we go up there, we go to that to that place, man. Oh God, it's so good. Oh man, I don't know vodka cranberry, man. Every time, hey, every time I tell people I like drinking vodka cranberries, see, I like vodka cranberry. What else? Vodka cranberry. I like uh, tequila. I like margaritas. I like pina coladas. I know. Don't get on my shit about it. What's the drink that Brooksy likes? He drinks some. He drinks some wormy drink like I drink too. Bailey's and milk. Nah, man. I don't like milk. I'm like vodka cranberry. It's Eunice. Stop that, Jeremiah. That's what I've heard too. I do love Coronas. I drink them every night. Hey, Omar, I just love those drinks, man. I love pina coladas and stuff. It's got to be because I was down in Florida all them years. Oh. <laughs> that is a – wait a minute. You see what Eastside Monster is doing? That is a great movie line. That is a great movie line, okay? Uh, yes. What's the movie? Oh, my God. What's the movie, dude? Say the movie. That was a great movie line. Then he beats his ass in it, man. Oh, Departed. That was the movie from, that was a scene from Departed, man. That was a good movie. I love that movie, actually. I look at Boston and Philly, yeah. Oh, man. Cognac? Yeah, Departed. Eastside Monster. Great, great call on the movie, bro. Great. 
Tito's brothers. Seals <laughs> uh, drink having a cherry on top. No, we don't do that one, bro. I don't drink anything with umbrellas either. Okay, I don't do it. No, don't bring me any umbrellas. No, it wasn't Goodfellas, man. It was The Departed. Yeah, no, 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 man. I like that movie, yeah. <laughs> Somebody always used to say that shit to me. Paul, thank you, man. All right. Do, are, are we right with these three candidates for NFL Coach of the Year? Right? Brian Flores, Mike Vrabel, Nick Sirianni. I think these next two weeks are going to determine who wins it. I think Belichick has kind of fallen out. You know, Daryl, I haven't had a I haven't had any of that stateside vodka yet. And I'm gonna blame Big Joe for that. So when I come to Philly, I'm gonna have to have some of that there. Okay. I'm gonna have to have some of that. Because I do like my vodka. By the way, The Rock sent me some of his. Okay. The Rock sent me some of that. And Xander just said, need to send. Cause I, I gotta, I got, maybe I'm, I'll, I'll run up in one of the breaks and I'll, I'll get that, that the, the vodka that rock uh, gave me. I got a, I got a, a bottle of vodka. And by the way, right, Xander, when we officially made it official that we signed with um, Jacob media, the rock congratulated us and said, Hey, good luck to you and your team. We posted it on my Twitter page at Dan Cilio show. And believe me, Rock is on the list to come on the show in 2022. He's in production, and he's making a movie or whatever the hell he's doing. Um, I know that he's doing Young um, Young Rock, so he's um, he's going to try to make it happen and come on the program, man. Yeah, man, I love I love the Rock, man. Yeah, hey, beat you saw that? That's good, man. Yes, and here it is, right here. Look at this. Look at Xander going back and finding it here. See that man? Yeah, the rock man. I'm really looking forward to doing this. We signed a brand new deal with Jacob Media Partners. We are going to be starting the National Football League show on all the platforms, and it's going to go all across the country. And the only way that I could celebrate is with Terramana. Let's get it going here, man. This is something that's really cool. It's going to be heard in Philly and across all the platforms. And we're really looking forward to it. So Big Sills is honored to pour your drink, Terramana and Rock. Here's to you, brother. It's always a Kane's thing, ain't it, man? Mm, mm, mm. Terramana Rock, this is all for the Canes, baby. Go Canes. I think Xander's right. I look thinner then. <laughs> I think I look thinner then. Holy cow, man. Yeah, I think I look thinner then. <laughs> you got what the rock is cooking. <laughs> Salud, Shindan. That's right, Spanish Phil. Salud, Shindan. All right, let's move on to this one here. I'm going to do something here. I'm going to throw a couple names out. Yeah, a, th a thinner because I was tan. <laughs> Matt says he totally forgot that he went to the U. Yeah. That's why The Rock um, 
is a big fan of Big Sills. He tweets me all the time, man. He's really a good dude to me, man. He really is. He's he he went on he went on. Um, I got on his ass the other day. I text him because he went on with Pat McAfee, and I was like, "Look, man, McAfee's got a billion followers. Would you come over here, please, for two minutes?" And he goes like this: "Hey, dude, he haunts me in a." And he hounds me. You don't hound me. I go, well, see what I'm going to do. Hound you? I don't want to hound you, man. I'm, you know me. I'm not that guy. And he goes, I promise you, man, get with all the, the folks. And I got with his team. And so we're trying to put him on the schedule here. All right. Guys, I'm going to throw some names at you here. These are the names that are going to do any of these names interest you. For how we to take a look at. Okay, you ready? Omar, it's happening. Go over to my Twitter page. You'll see. He's He says he's going to make time for us. <laughs> it's, he don't lie. Rock don't have to lie. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm dear friends with him. By the way, he congratulated. He goes, Sills, I didn't know, man. You look drunk. That could have been. Bobby, what's this? And? <laughs> Get the hounding, right? Hey, wait. Bobby, and? Okay. And? <laughs> right? I'm going to throw these names at you. These are the quarterbacks that I think are going to be on I don't want to say on the market, but teams are going to get calls for. And I do think some of these quarterbacks are going to go to their organization and say, if you can't make it happen here, move me. Okay? Stallone, are you saying that, Chris, because he's a cane too? Sylvester is a cane. And he is a friend too. Not as much as The Rock, though. He's a little older than Big Sills. But I do like him because of Rocky. And by the way, I only like Rocky 1 and 2. Okay? I only like Rocky 1 and 2, man. And you know what, man? I, cause, yeah, because I like Clubber Lang. I think Clubber was great. Apollo Creed and, and Clubber Lang. I like them too, man. I don't know about the Russian dude. Looked a little gimmicky to me. Anyway. If you're Derek Carr, do you want to stay in Las Vegas? Or it probably depends on who the coach is going to be, right? If it's Doug Peterson, I'm probably wanting to stay in Las Vegas, right? But if they hire somebody else that you may not like, if I'm Derek Carr, man, where am I going in Las Vegas? You think the Raiders are going to win a Super Bowl? Shit, man. Those guys are above water right now. You know why? Those guys are above water right now because of Derek Carr. He's like second or third in passing yards. He's kept that thing going. You think Aaron Rodgers is really going to leave? I think they're going to get calls. Why would Rodgers leave Green Bay? For what? Jimmy G? Guy's hurt again. If I'm Philly, I have no interest in that guy. It's not because I don't think he's good. It's because I don't think he's good enough and he's hurt. 
And if you're not better than what I have now, I have no interest in even entertaining giving you. You see, because the Eagles are going to get, folks, the Eagles are going to get a ton of calls from people because they have a ton of draft picks. Deshaun Watson, I might listen. What's the asking price? And then I would have to have the come to Jesus conversation in the organization. Do we want to get better here? Do we do? Jeremiah, I'm with you. Jimmy G, I'm not interested. But I, I, I'd be like this. Deshaun Watson, personally, I don't give a shit about those charges against them. The NFL doesn't. Why would you? Bro, don't believe everything the media is telling you. Because if the NFL had something negative on him, don't you think they'd have his ass on the commissioner's exempt list? Don't you think that McNair doesn't want to pay the $38 million that's being paid to him? Makes sense. Come on. Put, always follow the money. Deshaun and, and Jeremiah, watch this. If the league doesn't believe in what's going on, why are the media? Oh, because that's what the media does. It's clickbait and all that other shit. Russell Wilson, I'm going to listen, but I want to hear what the asking price is. If we're talking three ones, I'm not doing that. If I'm Philly, how about this? Do you know what Jalen's done for me? Jalen has made that asking price a little lesser for me. I'm not giving you two ones for anybody. Maybe Deshaun, because he's 25. Maybe. Russell, I'm starting to believe like Xander. I'm not giving you two for him. I don't know. I'm not giving you two for him. How about Matt Ryan? Right? Okay. <laughs> I did, man. I did. I, I dumped all over. I dumped all over Xander, but now I'm with him because you know why? Jalen's played it into a position now where, get this, Xander's right. I'm not giving up all that assets, man. Jalen's done enough for me to go like this. He's played well. How about we ask somebody who's a pro at this? Our friend from the uh, the NFL on CBS, Phil Sims, and we'll get his spin on what he thinks of Jalen. Also, John Madden. I got to think that Phil's not in a good place. I know he knows Coach Madden very well. Just passed away a couple days ago at the age of 85. So we're so thrilled. He's not going I don't think he's on video. I think he's just going to be audio. So the legendary Phil Sims will be with us next. Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. 
The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job, a personal injury from someone else's negligence, turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. National Football Show, Dan Cilio. We're going to have Phil Sims here in a couple minutes here talking a little bit about Coach Madden and also the Eagles, the NFL playoff race. We'll get some of his thoughts. And also, too, some news came out yesterday about Doug Peterson. And Doug's going to interview for the Jacksonville Jaguars job. Um, to me, nowadays, a person like Doug Peterson or – a big candidate, to me, this all comes down to who has the quarterback in the building. There, there's very few. I mean, like, if you look at the Chicago job, you're still guessing if the quarterback's in the building, right, with Justin Fields. The Jets job, you're still guessing that Zach Wilson is the guy. You're still guessing. You, you don't know if he – Sean McDermott has the guy in the building. And Josh Allen. By the way, if Seattle loses Russell Wilson, is that Seahawks job? Is that a place Doug would want to go to? Why? Who's in the building after Russell Wilson? What are you going to do there? I think this all comes down to where the quarterback is. Trevor Lawrence, okay, with all the things that that kid's had to go through this year, you know that Shade Khan is going to spend the money. They tried to do it with Urban Meyer, but they didn't get what they paid for. It wasn't what was advertised. You see, I look at Urban Meyer, and you know what? Urban Meyer turned out to be this, and I'm not going to bash the guy because I've already killed him enough. But when I look at a guy like Urban Meyer, he's kind of like the movie poster. You know, how the, the movie posters that promote movies, the promotion was better than the actual movie. That's what Meyer was when you're talking about professionally. Sirianni's 10 times the coach. 
He turned out to be 10 times the coach. Because you know why? He wasn't a bullshit artist. Sirianni gets over because he tells his player, you see it on the sidelines with Jalen. You see it on the sidelines with Doug Peterson's talking to his players as well. By the way, too, Merrill Reese the other day, he was talking about, you know, Doug, he thinks Doug should take the Jacksonville gig. Hey, for the record, I think some of us go like this. Doug got a bum deal. And then Doug at the end of the day, like Seth Joyner says, Seth says he just told him to pound rocks, man. He says, I'm not doing it. It's not going to work for me here. This is not going to happen. And so he bailed, pulled the ripcord and jettisoned, said, I'm, not, I, I'm out. So, and now Doug's going to get to call his putt. You know, he's going to be able to go like this. Well, I'm going to look here. What job openings do I think will be there? Is there going to be a job opening in Denver? Vic Faggio, we'll see what happens there with that. You know, they're going through ownership changes too in Denver. So you don't know what that's going to look like. I think the Lions are going to stay with Dan Campbell. How about Mike Zimmer? Mike Zimmer is a damn good coach, but it's just not happening right now. And Dalvin Cook is one of the better running attacks. That's something that could intrigue Doug because their old line's not bad. Their defense is pretty decent. And they got a good general manager in Rick Spielman. So you may be able to go up to Minnesota, and if you get the right signal caller, and Kirk Cousins has had a great year this year. By the way, I know you guys may not like the name on the back of the jersey, but if you took the name off the back of the jersey on Kirk Cousins and you looked up those numbers, you would swear he was with Brady and Derek Carr and all the rest of these guys. Kirk Cousins has had a hell of a season this year with the Minnesota Vikings. He's put up some numbers, man. They just... For whatever reason, the last two years, they've just fumbled the ball, man. You know, one week they look like world beaters. One week they look like they're still in the race a little bit here. But Minnesota's an intriguing job. I just don't think that Chicago job is that intriguing because here's one thing about Chicago's history. Have they ever really developed a decent quarterback in that organization like ever? And I'm supposed to believe all of a sudden that the McCaskies are going to turn over total control to Doug Peterson and let Doug roll in there and let Doug control the personnel and let Doug have say on who the quarterback's going to be in the future. And what you don't like is this. How about if Doug doesn't like Justin Fields' skill set? Just because they drafted that guy in the first round, don't make him the guy. How many first-round draft choice quarterbacks have we seen over the last couple of years that have gone in the first round where you go like this. This guy, he's staying working, man. This, this ain't happening here. I think Doug's going to be one of the top candidates when everything is said and done and we have like a Black Monday. By the way, I don't think there's going to be a lot of job openings. Okay? I don't think Mike Tomlin's in any, any issues. I don't think that you're going to see anybody. I, I don't know, maybe Matt Rule. Does he go back to the college game? But all the real good college jobs now have been taken. Does he come back for one more season? Because the quarterback situation in Carolina, you got to blame him for this. You know, they moved off of Teddy Bridgewater. Why? They put too much of the offense through Christian McCaffrey. And when McCaffrey went down, no quarterback in that system is going to – by the way – Teddy Bridgewater a year ago did a hell of a job compared to what those stiffs they have this year. But going out thinking that you were going to kind of bullshit the 
fans with Cam Newton. Sam Darnold was the same turnover machine that he was with the Jets, that he was in college at Southern Cal. Those guys, when they come out of college, like remember when Josh Rosen came out of college at UCLA? You were like this. Hey, man. This guy's always hurt in Westwood. He was always hurt at UCLA. Kind of followed him when he got to the NFL. Right? Don, hey, Mike Zimmer would be a hell of a defensive coordinator. Oh, Lawrence over fields all night long, guys. Beat Blade says, Super Bowl winning coach Doug Peterson going to the Jaguars. I put money on that. Best place for him. Hey, plus it's in Florida. You get to keep your money. Seattle, I, you know what? You got to wonder if Pete Carroll's got to go like this. He's 70 years old, man. I know he may not want to bail this way, having a losing season. I'll tell you what, Chris, that Raider job, if you land – if you land Doug Peterson and I'm Derek Carr, I'm happy with that. I'm going to be happy with that. I think that Raider job, as a matter of fact, when you think of all the jobs that potentially are going to be places where guys are going to potentially land, and you got to look at the number one, what would be the number one job right now? I don't think it's Jacksonville. I think the number one job opening and the NFL coming to 2022, hell, it's open now in a way. I think it's the Raider job. You got a built-in quarterback who, if you look at his numbers over the last five years, okay, Derek Carr has put some big numbers in the building, man. Derek Carr's a hell of a football player. So if I'm if I would want to have, how about this? If I'm if I'm Doug Peterson, I would want to do it this way. I, I want to make sure that Mike Mayock is not going to be in the building too. I'll, I'll have a conversation with him. But if I'm Doug, I don't want any notion where somebody's going to roll in there and undermine anything that I'm doing. I think that I Bobby says Raiders closer to winning. Raiders are closer to winning, Bobby, because they have Derek Carr, dude. That kid. Hey, that game this weekend depending on what's going to happen with the Colts, okay? And depending on what's going to shake out with the Colts here, I, 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 and whether or not Carson Wentz is going to play, I got to tell you, man, that Raider-Colts game this weekend is a big game for both teams. Property taxes are low in Nevada, too. Oh, absolutely, man. That, that, that is a great job, brand new building. You're building a new fan base. You're building an identity in that city, and you got a quarterback in the room. If I'm Doug Peterson, I'm looking at that gig going like this. I really like that gig here, man. That's, that's something for me here. Hopefully, we're going to be able to run our friend Phil Sims down here. Um, I think Phil's a little under the weather or such or something, so hopefully we're able to get him um on here today so we're gonna keep trying to run him down so i can't wait to get him out oh he's ready fantastic here you know i i, I gotta tell you here guys thanks nicole hey man i appreciate it phil thank you so much and happy holidays to your brother for coming on oh all right it was uh i am a computer challenged and i was ready to smash my computer but i finally did it <laughs> 
and I'm a mess. So there's a picture of me, which, you know, whatever it is. But how you doing, Dan? All good, man. Hopefully you had a great holiday. Hey, Phil, I know that, man, listen, we all had a relationship in some way or another. I want to start it here because I want to show respect to Coach Madden. I mean, you know, I know that you worked, I think you probably at the beginning of your career probably worked with Sandy Grossman, who was there at CBS at the beginning. And, you know, we're both dear friends with Sean McManus and Sean was heartbroken when the news came uh, yesterday that Coach Madden had passed away. Just some of your thoughts on Coach and what he meant to the CBS family because him and Pat Summerall, it wasn't just the broadcast team. It was really what the NFL was all about and what CBS has been a staple for for the NFL, especially the NFC. Well, no, I never worked at CBS with John. Uh, when I got to CBS after my playing career, you know, I was at NBC first. Okay. Then they lost football. And then, so I went to CBS. So, but you know, John covered and Pat Summerall covered, I don't know how many games. I mean, I'll go low and say at least 50 and all through the years, but we saw him a lot. There were times I saw him three, four five weeks in a row because we're playing who? Oh, Washington, uh, San Francisco, uh, you name it, Dallas, when they got hot in the early, late 80s, 90s, early 90s, whatever. So we saw him a lot. It was always good, Dan. We, When John Madden showed up at practice, which he always came to, it, it brought an energy to our field because everybody knew John Madden. Oh, he hits a big game. And, you know, guys would try to show off in front of him. And he had free reign on our sideline at practice. Bill Parcells liked him, trusted him. We all did. And John Madden could do anything when he came to practice. He could talk to players, walk on the field, Pat Summerall too. And uh, so it was a lot of good times, a lot of great production meetings, which I had a lot of fun in because I would tell them everything, what we're going to do. I would get on the board and draw up plays for them and show them how we're going to do it. And they go, oh, now what are you doing here? What's your read? I'd tell them and explain them. I said, look, we're going to do this. This is going to score a touchdown. This one to do this. So that was a lot of fun, too. And to see him come home sometimes and watch a game, the replay of it, and see how they knew what was going on, because we told them uh, that they did a great job of, of giving that to the fans. Absolutely. My first NFL game was after the strike in 87. It was Bears and Bucks. And my grandfather goes, holy crap, you've got Summerall and Madden. And I'm like, oh, my God, no doubt, man. I mean, it was like a highlight of my career having Keith Jackson call my hurricane games yeah. and also having John Madden call my first NFL game. I want to take you to the Eagles here. That's kind of the team that I've been covering lately, Phil. Right. Are you sold that Jalen Hurts has passed the audition to be the future quarterback of the Eagles? Uh, am I sold completely? You know, I think every time I think I'm sold – uh, then they come up, and I'd only watched a little. I haven't a chance to really study the game, which I will with the Giants. I'll probably do that tomorrow morning. But just what I watched in the studio, he threw the ball terrible in the first half of the game, and you just go, wow, where was the guy that I watched last week and everything? But he played much better in the second half. Uh, to answer your question, no, I'm not sold. I, I, I want to see these last two games, see if they can get in the playoffs, whatever. But just I want to see – I got to see more. That's – you know, we all jump to conclusions. Oh, Dak's in a slump. Oh, they're winning games. I don't know if that's a slump. And we judge every quarterback week to week. I try not to do that. I don't do that. But let's see how this the rest of the season goes. And 
And, you know, too, Dan, the big thing is what's going to be out there when the season's over. I don't mean Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson right now is going to play for 26 new teams. Uh, (laughs) Everybody, oh, let's get Russell. Yeah, oh, yeah, just go get him. It's easy. It's really easy to do those things. But we'll see. But it's it's just about what – how the quarterback market moves maybe when the year's over. Uh, I don't think uh, Jalen Hurts has to worry much about the draft. uh, But we'll see where it goes. But it's been a good start. He's a tough kid. He's determined. I'll tell this story real quick. I'm watching Oklahoma. I don't, for some reason, I was on Twitter maybe, and there was Jalen Hurts after a game, okay, squatting 500 pounds. 500. And it was real. And I go, this guy is so determined, and he's going to make it. I talked to people at Alabama. Do you think he'll move to another position? They go, no way. He's going to be a quarterback and went to Oklahoma, cleaned his skills up a little bit. That was a really boost to him. He needed that. Got drafted in the second round. So uh, I like his perseverance. I like his presence on the field. But, you know, sooner or later, you got to be a good thrower in the NFL to make it really work. So we'll see how it goes. Absolutely. How about this one, Phil? I mean, let's go to the coach here. You know, as you know, there's never an easy transition going from one job to another. I don't care what profession you're in. Sure. And then by week eight, how about this? The Eagles have won now six of the last eight ball games. And Nick Sirianni right. looks like, again, he's – and I love the tough coaching. He gets in his ass, Jalen Hurts, on the sidelines because he's being a little reckless with the ball. Right. You know, he's calling people out here a little bit. Fletcher Cox is saying something about the coordinator. The defense has been great since week eight. I mean – Sirianni's had a hell of a season this year, don't you think? I mean, and look what they've done here. It looks like they're on the cusp. They've got the Washington team this weekend, and they finish up with Dallas at the link. How do you think he's done as a coach this year? He's done really well. You know, I like how they've transitioned the offense more and more. I mean, the running game has gotten a little more uh, precise and a little more unpredictable. And, um, you know, they they got many ways – to get all the zone read. Oh, we got an extra blocker. We can outnumber them. Oh, I love all that. Everybody told, oh, they're outnumbered. Well, let's just run it every play because you got them outnumbered, Dan. Then that's the whole key. God, you just can't stop it. Yeah, my butt, you can't stop it. But look, they're a big offensive line. They do a lot of things on offense. They give him a lot of easy throws. I like that. And that's always the key to every quarterback in the league. Hey, Patrick Mahomes gets 10 layups every game. We don't talk about that, but he does. And Nick Sirianni's done a really good job. I love his presence on the sideline. And, oh, he's not afraid to hurt the quarterback's feelings by yelling at him. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, these players, you just can't do these things. Oh, please, everybody, be quiet. You know, forge a relationship with your guys. You know, you're a yeah. player. Forge a relationship, and you know where to take it to with every guy on your team. It's not that hard, and I think he's done a great job, and I love that his relationship with Jalen Hurts is he can get on him, and Jalen Hurts, well, he had a great interview after the game. Did you see it? Yeah, I, mean, I did, and I, the way yeah. he explained the play and the things he missed, I was like, that's how, you, that's how you and me watch the game, Phil. I don't think fans watch the game like that, but I was like, that was so well described on yeah. the things that he has to get better at. I've never heard a quarterback do that, actually. Well, he's determined. He's honest. And, uh, you know, he's been out there in the public eye ever since he went to Alabama. And I remember seeing him his first year going, oh, my gosh. I just 
cringed when he threw the ball. And now to see him in the NFL have a success throwing the ball just says a lot about him and how he was coached growing up. Like he said, man, my father, I had to get in the car and he'd yell at me the whole way home or whatever he said. It was really funny. I loved it. And, uh, but it sure hasn't affected him. He's uh, done a great job. He's just so big and strong. That's the thing that really impresses me about him. He is uh, different from other mobile quarterbacks. This guy runs with power, and when he loses a little speed, he'll still be an effective runner, which I think when I look at Lamar and Kyler, whatever you look at, well, if they start to lose speed, they're not going to be the, have the same effect on this because – you know, Jalen's just a different dude and built differently. I mean, come on, let's be – he's a built like a running back. Yeah, like, he is. Wow. He's got the greatest set of legs I've ever seen on a quarterback in history, I swear. Yeah, no, he, he looks like he's built like uh, Darren Sproles a little bit here. Let me add uh, Let me add Sirianni's name to this. I, I, I've picked three coaches here. Maybe you can add Belichick into the conversation too. Two weeks left in the season. I think it comes down to these next two weeks. But Brian Flores, Nick Sirianni, or Mike Vrabel, are my three guys for the NFL coach of the year. Flores, first coach in NFL history, seven-game losing streak, seven-game win streak. Sirianni, we just talked about. Vrabel loses Derrick Henry in week eight, and they're still like in the three-hole in the AFC. It's remarkable. Of those three guys, you've been more impressed with. Wow. Well, you know, I've been very impressed with Nick Sirianni. I want to say that. Brian Flores, I've been a uh, – I'm a big fan. I like the way he handles, you know <laughs> – it, it's it's probably been a little bit of a transition for a lot of guys, but he's tough, demanding. I love that. And, you know, they're really, let's be honest, it's it's the way to get it done. You know, even quiet guy. I, I covered Tony Dungy for many years in Indianapolis. Tony Dungy never raised his voice, but there was an unbelievable aura around him. And you know, players didn't want to disappoint him. All those things. So he had great command. And you're talking about all these guys. That's kind of what they have. I've really been impressed with Nick Sirianni, though, just the way I like his press conferences. I like the way he answers questions. I like the way he handles the players. And um, so that's been awesome. And who, who I'm sorry, I, I get talking. I, I said Vrabel and yeah. I said Mike Vrabel. The job he's done in Tennessee has been pretty remarkable. Well, we did an interview with Mike Vrabel. He said something that really caught me. He goes, listen, when I became a head coach, I thought I was going to be the X and O genius, and that's what we're going to do. And he goes, I realized, yeah, those are imp that's important but your connection to the players is the most important. And he does a great job of that. I mean, listen, you know, they're going to be tough. I mean, it's, and I see him coaching the defense during the game. They got a great crowd down there in Tennessee, but he connects to those players. You can see it. I know they like him. What player wouldn't like, would not like playing for Mike Vrabel. He's behind you. He's against everybody else, you know. Oh, they had our, they were having our funeral down. I mean, he he plays every card into the emotion of the players, and and I truly love that when I when I watch him. And don't let Tennessee get home field advantage if they get it, because Kansas City's got two pretty tough games coming up. If they get it, look out. That's a tough place to go down and try to win a game. No question about it. There, Phil, New York Giants. Um. Are they going to draft a quarterback in the upcoming NFL draft? No. Who are they going to draft, Dan? Tell me. Give me one right now. No, I think they're. I don't. I don't see anything in the draft. No. You think they go no. free agent? No. Uh, they might bring in somebody that's maybe gives them a little more. Or they look at it and say, "Hey, he's a better backup than Mike Glennon." I I don't know what Mike Glennon's status is with the football team, but you know, for a backup quarterback, 
usually if you don't go in and make it happen, your days are numbered with the team. And uh, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but that's the way it is. And, and um, so I, I don't think they'll I'd, – I'd be very surprised. It, and you know this. If you draft somebody in the first or second round, then that's all we're going to hear about. Ugh. I mean, my God, in New York, they're cut. We got to see Jake Fromm. Put Jake Fromm in. Yeah, okay, let's go get the fourth quarterback from Buffalo off their practice squad, and he's the guy. It just it, It's amazing to listen to every – Mike White, you know, here comes Zach Wilson back for the Jets. Oh, we, I want to see a little more of Mike White to see what we got. Hey, the, the, you, you, the second pick of the draft is Zach Wilson. I can see that he's got tremendous talent. Not talent, tremendous talent. Let's, 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 let's let him try to do this, okay? But it's crazy how they go. But I think that, I just think the Giants will stay with Daniel Jones. And, man, it, it's going to be – that's all it's going to be about. So – He's got to gear up and get ready for it and get himself ready. And he's got to he's got to get tougher. He's got to get back to throwing the ball the way he did in year two. I didn't think he threw it as well this year. And just, just know that this is going to be a rough ride and get in there and fight it. And I, I think he can do it. I, I think he has the talent, so we'll see. Hey, Phil, I, 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 you're so perfect to talk to on this. You know, I try to explain to people, and I just want you to convey this I want this to set into people. Aaron Rodgers has thrown over 440 touchdown passes in 17 years. Okay. Right. Sat a couple of years behind Favre. He's not thrown a hundred picks I know, it's in those 17 years. Phil, I don't think the average fan understands how insane that, <laughs> that number is on his touchdown to interception ratio. Phil, he may not be the greatest winner of all time, but this guy's the greatest thrower of the football. I've and Phil, no disrespect to whoever you think. I, I just even Joe. I mean, I am I wrong when I'm saying that this guy's amazing. Well, yeah, I think he's the greatest thrower of the football I've ever seen. And you know, everybody goes, "Oh, well, Tom Brady." I go, okay, let's all relax. I didn't, you know, we're not getting into. Oh, he's the win. I, I just look. That's why he's thrown so few interceptions. One, he's very careful. He has the ability to play the game and not take chances. And, you know, and it's not even that. He just makes so many great throws in a game. Just like the other night when they played Cleveland, he dropped two or three into the bucket down the sideline. I mean, they were beautiful. And, yeah, you go, oh, well, all NFL quarterbacks can do it. No, they can't. He does it on a consistent basis. And then he can analyze fast and throw back shoulders like nobody else in the league. Nobody. And it, it, he's a good athlete, but it really comes down to this, Dan. His control of the football is so outstanding. It really is like he's throwing a baseball out there instead of a football. Now, he's got hands that are unbelievable. Flexible, long, and he's long-armed, big-shouldered. He's he's God put him on earth to throw, and uh, he is sure taking advantage of it. But a tremendous decision maker will paper cut you to death with short passes. And then the next thing you know, there goes a 30-yard laser down the field. Have you seen him throw a football that's not a perfect spiral? I've never seen that. The ball is spinning so hard. And let me tell you a real quick story. I'm at their training camp year three in Green Bay. I think I'm doing a preseason game. I was up there for a couple of days. So they're practicing. And I'm talking to Ted Thompson, the general manager. 
and but I'm watching the field. So I'm talking to Ted, but I got my right eye on the field. And I go, oh, my God, what a throw by Brett Favre. And I go, oh, that was Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and then he walks over the sideline, and I said, hey, Aaron, Phil Sims. He goes, hey, Phil, good to see you. I know who you are. I said, I was, hey, man, you are throwing the ball awesome. I mean, like, what, what, what have you done? He goes, man, you know, I, I forgot exactly what he said. I just become really natural, just kind of letting it go and tell me some things. I went, it's working. Because, you know, when he came in the league, he had that Jeff Tepperd thing. Let's sit yeah, it on yeah. my shoulder like it's a, a server in a restaurant. Yeah, a shot put. Oh, my God. That was the dumbest thing ever. And yeah. uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Jeff. You, you had great success with guys, but it didn't help their throwing. I know that. But <laughs> it just didn't. You know, And, of course, you don't see anybody, oh, we're making the, the motion tighter and shorter. <laughs> You're making it more uncomfortable and non-athletic, but whatever. But his changes have been natural. And that's how he plays. Uh, everything. It's I don't, I don't know what else to say. I can't say anything else great about him because, and he doesn't get hit. Why? Because he can fall backwards and throw the ball for real. He he throws most of his passes off his right foot. He doesn't even try to follow through because his arm is so good. He can just whip it out there and get rid of it in a heartbeat. And it's been fun to watch. But I thought I would never see a thrower like Dan Marino and Brett Favre ever again in my life. And now we're seeing them. You're seeing more and more guys that are have reached that status where they're they're great throwers, and he's the best. Absolutely, Phil. I'll tell you this, man. My two favorite people on Sunday are Jimmy Johnson and Phil Sims, and I go <laughs> back and forth. I got both of you guys on my screen. I figured it out. My wife showed me. She goes, "Hey, don't tweet that out, man, because Phil's your boy too." And I'm like, she goes, "Let me show you split screen." So, you know me, I'm Italian. I don't really know much about buttons and such. So she shows me, she goes like this, here. And so I'm watching both pregame shows now, and I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. you're a Oh, I have no person. idea about buttons, man. All I know is red button tells me I'm on the air. Push the off button, making sure that I'm off. Phil, I love you, man. I'm thanking sure. you so much for finding time for me today. You're one of our dearest friends here for our show. Thank you so much, brother, and have a happy new year. I will. And listen, I figured it out how to work the computer. So, you know, keep in touch. You know, a lot of good things to talk about as we go forward because the playoffs are coming. It's going to be exciting. And uh, look forward to talking to you again, man. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Have a happy new year, Phil. Thank you, brother. That is Phil Sims. Okay. So, hey, love Phil, Phil Sims, man. Yeah. Man, that's good stuff here. Two, hey, Jay Glazer is going to come on. By the way, we're off Thursday and Friday. Unless Xander or Big Joe has something up their sleeves, I don't know yet. Maybe. So am I? Am I right, Xander? When I say that, right? Okay, I think so. Okay, I think that we're all good there. I think it's going to be. Hey, how about this? So I better say this now, guys. You may. I think this Washington game is going to be a very, 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 very tough game. Ready. 29-23, Eagles. 29-23, Eagles. You run your record then, okay? You run your record then. Wow, man, to 9-7. and seven. And with a shot at being 10-7 and seven. and a 10-win NFL season. How crazy is that, Okay. What'd you make it at com? Oh, by the way, Michigan, Cincinnati. Michigan, Cincinnati, son, ain't happening. 
Michigan's going to make that game close, but I'm going to take I'm 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 going to take Bama and Georgia in the finals. All right, guys, I really appreciate you guys. Have a great new year. We'll see you on the flip side Monday.